This hour of the Mayflower Marathon is proudly supported by PDC Incorporated. Donate in person at MGM Springfield or online at rock102.com. <laughs> Rock 102, Springfield Classic Rock. It's Max and Nagel. And the last four hours of the Mayflower Marathon. Yep, we're down to the hours of the marathon. You know what? Yeah. We're also down to the final four hours of the marathon. <laughs> you know, uh, we had some uh, technical issues this morning, but uh, our crack squad team here, uh, not only our engineer, but the, uh, the folks here at MGM who uh, were here to rescue us. Yeah. It, with, I mean, they, they just came right out, and they said, all right. And the guy rolls up his sleeves, and he's like, all right, where's that uh, 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 highfalutin uh, circuit breaker? Yeah, back in the old days, if we had a power outage, we'd be banging on the glass doors like Dustin Hoffman and The Graduate. Yeah. That was, yeah, that's exactly what it was like. But now, with no. a faci- whole facilities crew here. Yeah. Man, it's just, uh, it's a, it was just a, a perfect situation. Yeah, we're like uh, we're like highfalutin rich people. So listen, we'll uh, tell you what's going on in the Mayflower Marathon in just a couple minutes. Uh, on, <laughs> with Tax and Nagel at Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aarons, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, it recently occurred to me that for the very first time in his lifetime, Tom Brady will be enjoying Thanksgiving without the looming distractions of having to take care of himself in preparation for his next game. I mean, think about that. Since the time he was a kid, Tom Brady has had to worry about things like working out, eating right, doing healthy stuff because he had to go play football in a few days. Well, now that he's retired, he doesn't have to live that way anymore. And at the age of 46, he's finally going to live like the rest of us. For the last couple of decades, Tom Brady has done uh, more than carefully measure out his nuts and berries with his avocado ice cream smoothies. Tomorrow, Tom Brady gets to rip through a 16,000-calorie meal with a couple of pies for dessert and a stack of leftovers that'll keep you feeling bloated and weak for the next six days. You know just like the rest of us. Only this time, he'll be doing it for the first time since he was a child. You know, if I were Tom Brady, I'd be plowing through side dishes Kobayashi style. I'd be pounding down turkey legs like I'm Joey Chestnut facing international competition. I'd be guzzling down gallons of gravy like there was some sort of prize money involved. And why? Because I would no longer have an NFL head coach or a supermodel ex-wife tell me I can't. Now I have the freedom to start pounding my aggression and insecurities like I'm Brendan Fraser in The Whale. I'd be ripping into Thanksgiving like I'm like Miss Pac-Man going over ghosts and pills. If this were the first unrestricted Thanksgiving in my life, they'd have to remove a couple walls just to get me out of the house. He's already starting to act like a bitter old man complaining about the good old days. My question, though, and here's a good one, Tom Brady, what is he going to bring to the Thanksgiving meal? Protein shakes? Unsalted nuts? Fruit? The man has got to start living his life, the sort of life that can only be made better with clogged arteries, high cholesterol, and insulin resistance, because that's how a man is supposed to enjoy his holidays. At least that's how I would do it, especially if this is my first time at the table. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Have you met the new paint person at the Agawam Rockies? Liss has just completed her training there, and she is eager to help you with your painting project. Good people like Lissa and rock-solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 
return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. There you go. Now you're set. I'm hey, set. Yesterday morning, when we started off day two, yeah, um, the total we had yesterday morning, and this is a, this is kind of adorable now, but it was sixty-seven thousand seven hundred and thirty-six dollars. That was that was right. yesterday, right. twenty-four hours ago. Yeah. The latest total that we have right now is $158,245.61. Well, we're, we're still a little off. <laughs> <laughs> but, In a lot of ways. But you know what? Uh, yeah, we've been saying this, too. I, I, I'm really glad that that number is really high. But the need is much greater than that, too. So it's not like we can just say, let's wrap this up and go home, because we can't. We still got uh, you know, uh, four, almost four hours left. And uh, the open pantry uh, needs to be stocked throughout the year. Oh, I think they'll be stocked for a good long time. But like you said, I mean, the, the need is, uh, is tremendous. I mean, one in three families in the Springfield area suffering from food insecurity. I mean, that, that, that's unfathomable, but it, it's the truth. And it's not just the open pantry setting those numbers. It's all kinds of social service agencies that are, that are, that are, same, are claiming that the, uh, the need is uh, unbelievable. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's needed more than ever. So if you can't make it down here, just donate online at rock102.com. It's as simple as uh, taking out your little debit card or your credit card and uh, making that small donation. Now here's the thing: uh, if you weren't listening last night, you probably don't uh, probably not aware of this. We filled uh, we filled the fourth truck. I don't know, almost like by six o'clock last night. Yeah, we then called in truck number five. Now this is uh, the open pantries truck it's it's a it's a box truck it's a five truck night it's a five truck night mm -hmm. now uh, i know for a fact that there's a couple of donations coming in that are sizable to the point where it could easily fill up truck number five mm -hmm. if that happens there is a truck number six. Ooh, a six truck day it could be a six truck day mm -hmm. that's mgm's truck and you know they have also collected food so that truck has already got stuff in it so we're talking about the potential of six trucks, although two are probably about the size of one. So yeah, right, right, five right, trucks, right. five full trucks, five trucks. You know how we, uh, you know how we can make people not hungry anymore. What? Give them a piece of that fruit cake you gave me about fifteen minutes ago that still is not sitting well inside my taste buds. You know, Judy, Matt, God bless her. She, out of the kindness of her heart, she brought us two delicious, yeah, uh, fruit cakes. And you know what? Okay. Yes, they're a little heavy. Yes, I can't tell you what's in it. Three, I can't tell you whether it's actually going to poison you or not. But I, you know what? You had one mouthful, and yeah. you're not hungry, are you? No, I'm no. not hungry at all. Because it's, it's like a cannonball in your system. You and Judy Mann have solved food insecurity within this RV that oh. we're sitting in right now. Wait till, yeah. wait till you see yeah. what I got for the uh, grilled cheese speech. Uh, that's the other thing that's going to solve food that's, insecurity. That's another repulsive thing that I... You know, the more I, the more I get to know you... Yeah. The more I realize you like terrible, terrible things. What are you talking and, about? Uh, you're just distasteful uh, blocks of, of sawdust with uh, some sort of dried fruit inside. That's disgusting. Listen, Steve, it's like one of those things I grew up eating. 
You know, we had fruitcake all the time. We would defrost that stuff 12 months out of the year. Do you remember the big fruitcake famine of 1984? Dude, you don't have to tell me. I still have PTSD nightmares from that day. When they told me, no fruitcake for you, fatty, I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to live for the holidays without fruitcake? What am I going to have to have, like... Like uh, I don't know, like a like a jubilee roll from uh, Friendlies instead. Oh man, that pales a, in comparison, yeah, as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, the Great Fruitcake Famine, where Bax did not eat fruitcake for a good whole year and a half. My my family were refugees for at least a good thirty days. Oh, is that what it was? Going, going from like you know Cumberland Farms to Cumberland Farms, looking for that last Claxton fruitcake. Bring me your tired, your poor, and your fruitcakes. Bring them here, won't you? Help yeah. a family like us yeah. have fruitcake this year. Please, please. All and Sally Struthers is on there shoving her face with the with the fruitcake <laughs> For just the price of a simple cup of coffee, <laughs> right. you could feed a starving child a fruitcake. <laughs> this is the dumbest conversation. Oh, it, it ain't because getting... we're so tired <laughs> and we're just ready to wrap it up. But uh but we do have uh, what? Uh, what time is it? It's uh, six seventeen. Yeah. So we got less than a little less than four hours uh, to make this thing happen. Now, I'll tell you what. You know, you and I are not the only ones who have had to endure horrible hours yeah. in, in our lifetime. There are other people who work terrible, horrible, miserable hours for the purposes of professional broadcasting. Yeah. Uh, if Beth Ward, oh, legendary hey, Beth, Beth Ward from who now works at MGM, who has been here every single day, being an absolute pro, like the entire staff has been. Uh, this must have some like uh, some some bad memories to you too, because you did mornings for a little bit too. <laughs> I did mornings for a very long time. Yeah, so this is right in my wheelhouse to be here this early. But at any point this morning, did like I know you don't swear that very much, but I've I've heard you rip a few. <laughs> no, she uh, where you said fiddlesticks. I got to hang out with those guys at six o'clock. This reminds me of the old days I tried to get away from. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that we were on the air together for. Uh, in the mornings, mm-hmm. you would come on. I don't. I don't have no idea what we would talk about. I think. Whatever. <laughs> well, if, I, if memory serves yeah. me right, the way that show used to go was probably gibberish and nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> At that hour of the morning. Yeah. Yes, but this is much more fun. Much more fun, especially in the rain. Yes, but it's busy out there. Yeah, it's busy out there. I'll tell you what. You know, we had some uh, technical issues earlier this morning, and uh, your facility facilities team here at MGM were like right on the spot. Yeah, I heard you had some issue with a flux capacitor. Yeah, thingy. something like that. Yes. Yeah, we couldn't and get the uh, our, RV up to 88 miles an hour. To, yeah, our crack squad. Could, yeah. Couldn't do the gigawatts. Yeah, no, <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I have to give kudos to our staff. Um, I heard they came out really quickly, they, really early. Listen, I'm trying to figure out who, exactly who it was so we can talk about them. I'm not going <laughs> to mention any other locations, Basketball Hall of Fame, but nobody ever came out and helped us that early and that quickly. So thank you so much for letting this broadcast Absolutely. keep running. Yeah. It is a partnership, and every 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 business needs a Beth Ward in there. I'm serious. I, I love listen, you guys. all the coordination over here and uh, the partnership that we've had, it has brought so much more attention to this event, which is you know wildly needed. Are uh, we recording this for yes. my for my boss? Are we? Yes. Well, I was I was going to get to that. I was going to ask <laughs> you when you got hired by uh, by Chris. Did he go? And you will have. <laughs> Four weeks vacation per year. You will have dental. You yes. will have health care. You will have vision. 
<laughs> and the vision that you have is the Mayflower Marathon. It's the Mayflower Marathon. <laughs> yeah, thank you yes. very much. By the way, so this, this will not count as comp time for you. <laughs> right, right. I like how you told him yesterday not to ride in any open air vehicles. <laughs> I said he had a, a Kennedy esque mystique about him, he except did. for the open air vehicle. Yeah, I said that was probably a bad idea that day. Yeah. Hey, uh, Chris, you want to go for a ride in this hey. convertible? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, Chris has the gift of speech. He really does. He's, um, he, yeah, I hate following him in any public setting whatsoever. Well, I, I, I am just, I, I love the way he talks. I, I told him that yesterday. It's, uh, he's just got that charisma about him that uh, just you know, draws if, you right are, in. The way you speak about Chris, I'm wondering, are yeah. you looking for another position here at MGM? You, you never know. You never said these things about Mike Mathis. No, I never saw well, And he was just as nice as anybody else. Yes, he was. He was a Very nice guy. lovely person. Well, I never had that much experience with Mike Mathis. I mean, he came and went, and then, uh, and then Kriska joined, and uh, now we've had all kinds of interactions. Yeah, Chris has been here almost four years now. Yes, yeah. he has, yeah. I feel like we've been down here nearly four years now. <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. Yeah, but, uh, but thank you so much for everything that you've done for us. Yeah, that's great. We we just how many times have I said this? We are just so thrilled to be partners once again this year. And you know, I'm a very competitive person, so I'm hoping these last few hours we're going to really go over the top, not only with food donations but in monetary donations as well. Well, again, we're already up to one hundred and fifty-eight thousand dollars, and uh, you know, there's more to come between now and 10 o'clock. Yep. And there's also the Thunderbirds game tonight at uh, the Mass Mutual Center against Bridgeport. Oh, yeah, we got to go so, do that, too. Yeah, we know the day is hardly done. This may seem like the last four hours, but I'm telling you, not until 11 o'clock when I get home tonight. You know what? I, I just, it, you know, it's muscle memory. Like, I'm always like, oh, yeah, uh, you know, 9.59 a.m., you know, this thing is over. <laughs> and then it, we, we added that game last year. And and you now it's obviously going on this year. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, there's that one more thing that we got to go do. But we're excited to do it. It's Bax and Nagel in the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield, The Rock 102. Now let's return to the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's 6:29 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Just want to mention real quick this hour is brought to you by PDC Incorporated. Thanks to them for uh, hopping on board, being a part of the Mayflower Marathon family. $158,245 raised so far uh, at the Mayflower Marathon. That's a pretty good take so it, far. It's a very good take. And by the way, tonight uh, we'll raise more money at the Springfield Thunderbirds game. It's Mayflower Marathon night against uh, Bridgeport. We have probably less than about 100 tickets, uh, free tickets left. So if you stop by the Mayflower Marathon, you can grab a few for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Come on down and uh, we're going to be... Giving away those, uh, well, raffling off those jerseys, the Banks and Nagel jerseys tonight at the game. Right? And I'm sure there are some people who say, less than 100 tickets. I mean, how many tickets did you have? We had a lot of tickets. We had like thousands of tickets, and Lots now we're down to the final 100 or so. Which is pretty awesome. So I uh, can't wait to see everybody out at the game tonight. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, uh, you want a joke? Uh, if you, I mean, if you got it, I don't, don't, don't hurt yourself. All right, Dan, do we have that joke of the day thing? Or uh, if we don't, don't, don't worry about it. It's Bex and Nails. Yeah, I'm funny how? I'm funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> Classic Rock. Uh, I got a Thanksgiving joke for you. You do? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's uh, Marcy's, part, Marcy's favorite part of Thanksgiving? Okay. Uh, eating a peppermint patty. Oh, I see. What yes, is that? Uh, that's like uh, like Marcy was uh, one of the uh, the peanuts characters. I'm sorry. What'd you say? 
peanuts. Yeah. And uh, she hung out with a peppermint patty. Oh. And used to call her sir. Oh. Which was a, a nod to, uh, you know... You know, pronoun identity, even so far back as the Charles M. Schultz days. I didn't, uh, I didn't realize that uh, she was a cannibal. Yes. She just wants to take some pictures. Great joke, Steve. Yeah. Thank, thank you very you. much. It's You're welcome. It's, time. it's 634. We're back to Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Well, thank you, Bax. Well, you're very welcome, Steve. Here's the top story on uh, on 22 News this morning. You ready? I am. Wild turkeys frequently seen at Credit Union in Enfield. Well, they're opening up accounts. <laughs> Some very bold wild turkeys were seen in Enfield this Thanksgiving week. Photos shared to 22 News show a flock of turkeys outside of the 360 Federal Credit Union on Enfield Street in Enfield. The bank staff told the viewer that these turkeys have been frequently seen visiting the credit union for several weeks now. Well, because they're offering decent rates. Yeah, well, he needs to go uh, over to ARA, uh, go see Mike Ostrowski up here. Come on up over the border in yeah. uh, Connecticut. You get some great rates on some CDs right now. Uh, you know, I have turkeys in my neighborhood that, that yeah. walk around like my street every single day. Yeah. Should I be alerting the media about that? I mean, should I be uh, calling the, uh, the uh, text-to-tip line? Well, I, I, the, re the reported line. I, I think uh, it's not really news when the turkey's outside of somebody's house, but when turkeys are showing up to the bank trying to make a deposit, you know that's the hard part. Yeah, yeah. You know how I don't, how do they how do they write out the deposit slip? I would I would think the pens would fall out of their hands. Their little right. their little claw, their talons. And, and let's say they want to make a withdrawal. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the pie? Does that Where's, that thing on their neck? Uh, you know, what is I don't that know. Thing called goblet. What is that thing? I think it's something like that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but but what do you do? Where do you leave your debit card? Where where do you leave your your ATM card if you're uh, a turkey? Well, I guess you you put it in your feather in the back. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what everybody would think. But I'm pretty sure it's a lot more complicated than that. But the uh, turkeys seem to enjoy the grass in front of the building as they can be seen laying in it and looking through the windows. In Massachusetts, there are an estimated 30,000 to 35,000 wild turkeys living in the state, but it wasn't always like that. Their population disappeared when Europeans arrived in America with the last known turkey killed in 1851. Then in the 1970s, Mass Wildlife trapped 37 turkeys in New York and then released them to the Berkshires. I had no idea that that's... You know what? Thank you, 22 News, for giving me uh, information that I didn't know before. And, and here I was thinking that your turkey story was the absolute nonsense. So all the turkeys in Massachusetts were eradicated by 1851. That was a lot of turkeys being... Uh, a, lot of, a lot of leftovers that year. Between, uh, between the Native Americans and the Pilgrims and then, uh, and then moving into the uh, American Revolution and, all, you know, and this country gets founded and all yeah. this other stuff, turkeys are gone. Why didn't I wonder why Turkey didn't become the American Eagle emblem? Uh, it was considered, was it? Yes, it was in fact considered. Well, uh, you know what? To eradicate all of them by mm -hmm. 1851, so the turkeys that we have around here are not even native turkeys. No, they're, they're from New York. They're refugees. Oh, is that why they're jerks? They're all from New York City. <laughs> Hey, yo, hey, yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're coming into this yard over here. Hey, Turkey, where are you from? I'm from Syracuse. I'm from Syracuse, and I got a buddy who's <laughs> got some pregnant aviary oh, people. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, interesting. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the turkey from New York, you know, coming up, he's like, 
Hey, oh, whoa, whoa, what's this? Uh, I'm going to come into your yard. Maybe I'll uh, eat some of those berries over there. Maybe I'll poop and everything in between. Yo, you want to do what with all those cubes of bread? Whoa, why don't you throw them over this way, huh? Uh, throw them out here. Whoa, whoa, that's not where they go. I don't know why you got to be such a jive turkey so close to Thanksgiving, eh? Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a good line, yeah, Steve. Yeah, it is a good line. I, uh, I stole that from somewhere. Really? I thought you were, you were, the, uh, I was thinking you were workshopping that at the open mics. No. The uh, Westfield police are looking for the public's help in identifying suspects in connection with stealing copper wire and scrap metal. According to the department, the men pictured in the photos on their Facebook page are believed to have been involved in the thefts of copper wire and scrap metal from several places on the north side of Westfield. They also may be driving a dark-colored SUV. If you can identify uh, any of these folks, uh, you're asked to contact uh, Detective Coach at, uh, at the city of uh, the Westfield City Police. So there you go. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, the city of Pittsfield is informing uh, of, uh, residents of the recent discovery of an invasive species at Anata Lake. A not a lake? Yeah. Well, what is it then if it's not a lake? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, the Department of Conservation and Recreation detected eDNA of the invasive species called zebra mussel inside the lake during routine monitoring. Environmental DNA called eDNA is cellular material that sheds from an organism and is used as an early detector of invasive, invasive or rare species. This is why I so greatly distrust all of nature. There's always so there was always something out there that's gonna kill you, right? You know, right? Being and here, out, and, and here we are. Your parents used to say you need to go outside, get some fresh air, spend some time in nature. You know that what? stuff will kill you. That's a parent that didn't love their children. They wanted them to go get hurt and I get have, sick out in nature. I have been telling my parents about this and the fact they wouldn't pay for orthodontia for years. <laughs> it's all their fault. It's all their fault. Yeah, every uh, parent ruins their child. That's their job. Uh, let's see, uh, Chicopee, uh, police, uh, arrested, a uh, man from Three Rivers and seized a g -g 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 ghost gun after stopping what they believed was an attempted car break-in. At around 3 a.m. on Sunday, officers said they saw, reportedly saw a car with its lights off parked in the middle of Taylor Street. One, uh, passenger got out and walked behind the car while the driver, identified as 28-year-old Brandon Thompson Clay, what's up with the three names? I don't know. Yeah, that's a weird one. Believing they were, uh, it sounds like royalty from Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Brandon Thompson Clay. Royalty from Palmer. Well, they can't even get a Burger King. There's no, there's no, higher, there's no hierarchy of that town. You know what? They don't have a Burger King. They do don't. They? they have a Wendy's and they have a McDonald's, but I don't think they have a... Two Dunkin' Donut locations, though. Yeah. They need a Roy Rogers. That's what they need out there. <laughs> kind of bring back nostalgia, you know? Uh, one passenger got out and walked behind a car while the driver, uh, yeah, I, all right, we already read that. Believing they were attempting to break into other cars, officers stopped them. Police added that Thompson Clay has an invalid uh, paper license. I believe that'd be invalid. No, I believe it's, it's invalid. <laughs> Maybe after the cops got to him. No, I, I believe, by the way, this is spelled here, it's invalid. <laughs> yeah. Paper license, and he was, uh, he was, he wore arrested. He wore arrested. W-A-R, yeah. Uh, did you see, did I send you that picture I missed, yesterday? I was, that's why I'm grabbing my phone, yeah. because you uh, sent me something yeah. that was uh, apparently in Holy, I don't know what the story was all about. Yeah. Um, it's from 22 News. Uh, but uh, there's, a, there's a, a graphic, it's, uh, you know, the Holyoke, welcome to Holyoke, entering a Holyoke sign, and then underneath it says, volunteers neened. Neened. 
N E E N E D. Neened. I think they mean needed. Maybe, but but it's neened. <laughs> People who can spell correctly as well. It's really needed over at 22 News. You know, if we just uh, compile all the mistakes they've made, uh, you could probably make one news story out of all the mistakes. Maybe when you want to go see Aquanet down at <laughs> MGM, uh, and you, Bri or see Brian Damage. Brian Damage, uh, you can, uh, you can, uh, if you are in need, yes. if you are in need, you can uh, take over by. <laughs> can you tell we're getting tired? It's only not even 7 o'clock yet. Yeah, it's not even 7 o'clock. Well, we're having a great time here. Hey, uh, it is uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today. It's going to rain for pretty much the entire day. High of 46 tomorrow, sunny for your Thanksgiving. High of 49. It is uh, 36 right now in downtown Springfield. We are outside the uh, South End Market at MGM with the Mayflower Marathon. Bring by your non-perishable food donations. Or if you can't make it down here, just donate online at rock102.com. And that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Now, let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. 6.50 in the morning. Our uh, total right now as it stands, $158,245. And we're working on truck number five. five. It's a five-truck night. It's a five-truck night. Yeah. Um, you know, typically when people uh, come to the Mayflower Marathon, there's a lot of people that bring stuff specifically for us. And we say, you know, you don't really need to do that. It would be uh, probably better if you if you donated to the open pantry. But I have to say, uh, last night when Bub's Barbecue uh, dropped off a bunch of smoked meats. Oh, I, uh, man. Dude, you're scratching me where I itch. We that got really... a buddy who dropped that off. I uh, know we got a buddy who yeah. dropped off yeah. like 15,000 pounds of meat. And, uh, oh, my God, it was there's so a, good. There's only like three pounds left. Yeah, I know. But, uh, man, uh, you know what? I'm glad it didn't go to waste. No. Because uh, I was worried when he showed up with this because, uh, you know, we had other food for the volunteers here. Yeah, we had, and, the, uh, in fact, a White Hut delivered a bunch of stuff for our volunteers. That, that was, was cool. good, too. That huh? was also great. Uh, there's nothing like a good fried onions on a hamburger, a cheeseburger. Uh, and, 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 yeah, especially like <laughs> at night. It's but, so good. But we had, a, we, had a, we had a buddy who dropped this off last night, and, uh, and they fed the volunteers, and uh, so we appreciate, appreciate him. Um, so... <laughs> Yesterday, we talked to Fitzy from townynews.com. That was awesome. Yeah. Great talking to him. Uh, the only interview that we, that we know we're going to do today is the one that's going to be live, and that is with uh, Congressman Richie Neal. And you know what? I'm so excited about it. You know, why, oh, yeah. I, you why? know why I'm excited about it? Why? Because right before Richie Neal goes on the air, that grilled, ch grilled cheese speech gets ripped out. And he just stands there like a pro, like totally unfazed by the vile, disgusting imagery pouring out of my pie hole for like a good two minutes. And he just stands there going, I don't want to get close. I don't want to get close. I don't want to get close. And he does. I don't think he realizes not only is he going to have to suffer through that, but uh, I'm going to challenge him this morning. You are. Very, I'm, I'm going after him. You know what? Uh, I'm sick of this. I, it's time. It's time to... No pun intended, but it's time to change things. It's time to get rid of daylight saving time. And if Richie Neal can't do it, then who can? Sing it, sister. I'm right yeah, behind you on that one. That's what I'm talking about. I am totally with you. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to hold this federal government accountable for their actions or inactions, if you Listen, will. Listen, we could we could talk about the uh, the uh, the economy. We could talk about uh, all the <laughs> international strife around yeah, the world. Whatever. Let's talk about the important stuff. First of all. 
uh, <laughs> you know, will the Patriots win against the Giants, and then daylight savings time. Yeah, those daylight are the two, saving. Yeah, time. those yeah. are the two big. Uh, those are the two big bugaboos. I, I think it's just saving time. I think we say savings sometimes. Who's saving what? Nobody's you know, saving no, anything. Not yeah, saving that's a damn a thing. thing. That's, you know what? If you're going to refer to it as savings, I refer to it as savings because it's like the savings and loan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah right. Bankrupt, and out of business. Look how that crashed. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah. what? Uh, I was just. Uh, I was just uh, thinking and. Uh, that thought has just left my mind. <laughs> I think you might be a little just, tired. Yes, you know what? Yeah. I there is a good possibility that I'm exhausted and working yeah. completely on fumes. I'm but, below E, and uh, and waiting for the next Cumberland Farms to to be in my view. I've been below the E. I bet you have. I've almost broke that needle off. <laughs> Uh, but Richie's going to get it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I, 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 uh, I'm not a political guy, but today I will be. Well, you know what, Steve, I'll back you up a hundred percent on that one. Cause I just don't, you know, cause you know, let's face it when it's like four 30 in the afternoon. Yeah. The last thing you want is to have it feel like it's 10 30 at night. Yeah. You know, four 30 should be bright and sunny. That would, that's the way, uh, that's the way Americans should live. They should live that way, but that's not the way we live. <sighs> We live, we live under the, uh, the guise of a federal government who can't decide whether or not we should get rid of this thing. Yeah, yeah, right. It's Listen, been going on for years. You rebuilt Union Station. You did that. Yeah. You got the DPW building named after you. The least you can do is fiddle with a clock. He's got a whole courthouse named after him, doesn't he? Isn't is that the federal th courthouse the Richie Neal courthouse? I don't no. think so. All right. But he's got the DPW building. Oh, but he but he helped build that. Didn't he help build the courthouse? Isn't it? Uh, yeah, with his bare hands yeah, back well, in the well, 1800s. Yeah. I saw him lifting cinder blocks over there with with the maestro. Yeah, very much like yeah. the, how the pyramids yeah. were built. Yeah, but uh, if he if he can do all that stuff, he can certainly push through a bill that would eliminate this nonsense of this hour back and forth six months a year, six months out of the year. You know, and I I couldn't agree more. How many nonsense laws are 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 introduced in Congress every single month. You know what? That's the first question you should ask him. Yeah. And then I'll take it from there. Okay, good. I'm, I'm, glad, we're, I'm, many, glad, we got, I'm glad we got our strategy set. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to do some, some uh, game film and some team notes before he gets yeah. here. You know, I believe when uh, January 6th happened, that one guy went in Nancy Plova's office. He's like, all right, where's the daylight saving information? <laughs> no. It was the one guy who was going to interrupt that yeah. insurrection and says, oh, I'm here an hour too early. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh. What time was this supposed to start? <laughs> oh, I never set my clock <laughs> Boy, do I feel ah. stupid. Do I have egg on my face? I could have saved yeah. democracy <laughs> if only there had been no daylight savings time. <laughs> I'm glad we're getting the real hard issues here. Oh, we really are. Uh, MGM Springfield, we're outside of the South End Market. Come on down here. We only got till about 10 o'clock. I know it's raining, but don't let that deter you. And if you really don't want to come out in the rain, you can just take out your debit or credit card and go online at rock102.com. It's Bax and Nagel, the Mayflower Marathon of Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aarons, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As you know, the Thanksgiving holiday is a day fueled with wondrous assortment of regular traditions. Turkey, stuffing, acid reflux. These traditions are time-honored acknowledgments of our need to give thanks to those things that we're supposed to give thanks for. Friends. 
family, 36 hours of preparation for a meal that takes less than 12 hours, to 12 minutes to complete. But for my money, the greatest of these traditions in Thanksgiving is watching nearly 12 hours of continuous NFL football excitement. Sure, the meal will be delicious, and yeah, you've uh, you've told everybody to come over by one. But the truth is, football starts tomorrow at 12:30 between the Detroit Lions hosting the Green Bay Packers. Now. Normally, watching the Lions play football on Thanksgiving is enough to spoil any appetite. This year, though, the Lions happen to lead the NFC Central, while my beloved Packers do not. And yet, I'll be missing much of the first half to spend time with my family. Not that I'm complaining about any of them per se, but the NFL's decision to schedule a game at 12.30 on Thanksgiving is nothing more than a spiteful act of aggression. It's the NFL's way of saying, we're not concerned that the food is on the table. We're not swayed by your desire to eat in a timely fashion. We are only concerned with feeding ourselves with stacks of mouth-watering revenues. The other two games aren't exactly much better. You're Dallas hosting Washington at 4.30, which means it not only interrupts Thanksgiving dinner on the West Coast, and inter it also interrupts the eating of leftovers several hours later on the East Coast. Finally, you got Seattle hosting San Francisco at 8.20 at night which is just about the time that the tryptophan kicks in, and I passed out on the couch, drooling all over myself from a food coma. Never, never mind doing a 52-hour-long broadcast and going to a hockey game the night before. In each situation, I find that while football is still the most important Thanksgiving tradition of all, it's loaded with inconvenience and a negligent lack of consideration for the disregard of the way people live their lives with their families. On second thought, maybe that's not such a bad idea after all. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, if you're not, uh, I hope you're not neglecting your chainsaw, but if you do, see Elliot, the Island Pond Rockies. He is a steel train technician, a total expert. He will help you take care of your steel chainsaw or steel blower or anything else. See Elliot, good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Now let's return to the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. 7.09 with, uh, with Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon at Rock 102. Uh, this hour brought to you by Unwin Overhead Doors. So uh, thanks to them for being a part of it. Yeah, you got. Yeah, I, yeah, got, oh, I, got I, I didn't. I didn't know you were uh, being the engineer. Oh, dude, listen, I, I got it all. <laughs> <laughs> it's all supervised. Marty Caproni is here. How you doing, Ooh, guys? I don't know how you do this. I'm not even putting the hours you guys are in, and I'm I'm overtired. Well, hallucinating. Uh, you know, as the uh, the conversation we had yesterday, it's like I don't even know how we used to drink doing this. Like at my nighttime. lord. And then, uh, and then now I don't know how anybody has ever eaten fruitcake and survived this uh, 52-hour broadcast. Did you guys eat some of that fruitcake? We uh, we uh, uh, we broke into the uh, the fruitcake. Steve uh, was not a fan. No, I I said it tasted better than the tater tot I ate off the ground with the cow crack <laughs> all over it. At the heat. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it was it, it's not good. It's like that's why you give them to people. It's actually kind of a passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, kind of like serving turnip tomorrow. Same thing. That that shows you that Judy's known you a long time because she came and she's like, no, no, these are for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's actually a good point, Max. Yeah, the, the turnips. Who who on God's green earth loves a turnip? Uh, my uh, my mother used to serve turnip, and the only reason she would serve turnip is because her mother served turnip. But my grandmother couldn't cook this uh, if you put a gun to her head. And uh, I always thought, why are we passing down the worst of our family traditions? Probably because it was passed down from the first Thanksgiving. 
and uh, they didn't really have much. They had yeah. uh, like, look, we uh, we shot this turkey, and uh, we got a couple of turnips over here, and the Native Americans are like, yeah, all right, we'll we'll go See, with that. For my grandmother, boiled boiled water was a spice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's. Boy. Irish, <laughs> Irish lady or yeah. uh, French Canadian? Oh, oh, ooh, yeah. even better. Yeah, yeah. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> but, but even but even she would go out and buy the French meat pies, which are delicious. But she would not make her own French meat pie. Well, Lucky Strike and Chicken people. Lucky Strike has French meat pies. They have a, a refrigerator full of French meat pies, what? and you just go right in and get yourself a French meat pie. What is uh, what is uh, like a French meat pie? What's inside? So it? there's usually like uh, like pork yeah. or uh, or ground lamb, usually pork mm-hmm. uh, with like a uh, like a baked potato all mashed up in the meat, oh. and there's certain spices and cloves Sweet. and stuff like that, and it's it's baked in a pie. Mm. And it's 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 wonderful. It's like it's comfort food it's, for like French Canadians. It's so French you'll surrender for it. It's like <laughs> these, those are these are Canadian French. These, oh, are, yeah. these are Canadian French that will like uh, like kill an animal, uh, you know, gut it for its pelt, and then beat you senseless. Yes. Yeah. And uh, right. Uh, you ever see that movie Canadian Bacon? Yes. Where they they got pulled over by the Canadian police because. Of all the insults that they had written on the side of the van, they were in violation because they weren't written in French. <laughs> you have to write them in French. Well, of course. As well. It's a very specific language. It's French Canadians. What do they know? I'll tell you, uh, this is, uh, what's the Henry David Throw quote? I'm too tired to remember. Uh, when the path in the woods or something and I take the one less traveled. I like a good turnip. Is that uh <laughs> <You> <laughs> my mom when you start talking about your mom I was getting sentimental. My mom used to make the best turnip. And she right, died, she never a, left me the turnip recipe. Can I just say that is a sentence that has never been uttered in the English language before. My mom makes the best turnip. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard anybody praise a turnip. <laughs> my mom made a great turnip. She made also a great pecan pie, which I never ate. Listen, Marty, I know you loved your mom. Yeah. And she's no longer with us. You don't have to pretend that you like the turnip. It's okay. She She understands. That's like saying, I miss my mother's passive-aggressive abusive. (laughs) She could still be listening. You know what? You know, I'm not not convinced. I I was thinking about having a Friendsgiving with the two of you. But then I realized. Oh, my God. I realized, like, wow, what the most blandest Thanksgiving dinner ever. Hey, who wants more turnip and fruitcake, kids? Yeah. Who wants more of this crappy stuff that we made? Listen, if you were going to do a Friendsgiving thing, you know I would bring something that would be delicious. Yeah. I, you know, I, wouldn't, I know you would. I, but, that's what I would do. I can't speak for Marty, but I can speak for I would, I would bring, do it. I would bring you extra fruit fair chicken salad. That's what I would bring yeah, you. Yeah. See, that's the kind of thing I don't want. This is why we're never having Friendsgiving together. <laughs> You actually have to be friends to have friends giving. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you two roots. I got a buddy who'd come over yeah, for Thanksgiving. Uh, I got a buddy who loves turnips. <laughs> so last night was a. It, it got so busy last night, and uh, you know the school challenge is over. All the schools came out. You know we'll have uh, the announcement of the winner of the school challenge. It's actually pretty, uh, pretty remarkable. There were some schools that you really know, came out. Huh? A couple br- brought more than seven thousand items. If you can imagine cow. that, and it, it's the uh, the race for first place is uh, it's like neck and neck, like a, like a hair. It really is. Oh. You know, I, uh, I I just to be serious for for a second or two. Um, right, I'm timing you. Well, no, because, you know, and you're done watching all these <laughs> watching all these folks come down here and and donate uh, food items and, and and you know briefly meeting some of these folks that come in. They listen to us every day. They love listening to the show, 
and there was a, there was like an Italian club that that showed up. It was a, it was a husband and wife and their daughter, and the daughter had started the uh, the, the the collection at the at the Italian club uh, that they're part of. But I'm not sure which one it is. But but either I think way, that was the mafia, Steve. I think that was no no no, 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 no. that's oh, okay. not that kind of Italian. Oh, okay, club. okay, not that kind of club. <laughs> no, these are like uh, frozen meatball kind of Italians. You know? I do. Like Where do we they, drop off yeah. this horse head? <laughs> like like Chef Boyardee is, yeah. is the uh, the president of that club. No, no, uh, they don't do the horse head thing. Although those meatballs are made of horse meat. So. Uh, no, but uh, great folks. They came down here and just the, the way they said. You know, they were so excited to drop off these donations because they had they were they were, had done it for weeks, and it was a pretty sizable amount of food donations that yeah. they, they made here. And uh, you know, they said, uh, as long as you're here, we're going to keep coming here. And you know, that says a lot about the the folks of of this area and the people that listen to us. Uh, you know, I am so like really proud to be part of this community and the and the way that people show their generosity. Um, not only for this, but for any other uh, number of things that we do that we do throughout the year. Last year, I I told the story of uh, of the two volunteers that were here the first year I did the Mayflower Marathon in mm -hmm. 1995. Uh, David and Susie, these were these are two people that you know had both taken advantage of open pantry services, and they literally said you know, that without the open pantry, you know, we might not even be alive because the generosity of other people helping them at a time when you know. Hope was that a very limited supply meant the world to them, mm -hmm. and they came and they volunteered for like you know for several years after that. But like you know, the first time I was sitting there hearing about their life story, what got them to that point, and what got them out of it, it's like I'm sitting like you know how can I just sit here and just uh, and and complain about anything? And you know, to me, that's one of the reasons why I've been you know so supportive and passionate about this. Is like yeah. you, you start to realize that you know even the smallest um, you know expression of generosity goes a long long way to people and it, you just you don't have no idea the kind of power that that brings and so that's why you know every time someone brings a can and a uh, food and says i wish i could bring more i said you know what someone someone out there is going to really appreciate that you're just giving somebody you know some hope and some a optimism in absolutely. their life absolutely you know and, and you and i talk about every year we kind of we do a little uh, uh a speech about depression and holidays and, and all these things and you, you never know what somebody's going through just because the, you know they got a smile on their face and they're happy and they're go lucky, you, you can never tell what someone is going through. And you might think, well, I, that person doesn't need uh, food, but right. some people are just too proud to admit that they need help. And these could—we've been saying it for, the, for you know for the last month—these could be your neighbors, these could be the people that you work with, these could be any number of people that you interact with every day that need this help. Now, Marty, you're a comedian. How about some jokes? I don't know. Well, I was going to tell you guys first. Well, we have... Poo-poo on my... my <laughs> no, Steve poo said, you never know who's depressed and what yeah. they're going through. And I was like, stop looking at me, Steve. All right? We're yeah. up. We all like, can tell it's me. Except the two of us know yeah. what you're going yeah. through. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, sometimes you reach a point in your life where you become <laughs> desolate and you, you're struggling every day. And you never know where your next meal is going to come from. And Just one uh, tear coming down my you face. Know, you're trying to sh uh, screw people out of $20 for dinner and a comedy show every Thursday night. <laughs> But that's the kind of people we need to help. Yeah, exactly. Listen, I've talked to the open pantry, and, uh, you know, for the next couple of weeks, our buffet happens to be some ramen and some rice, yeah. uh, <laughs> some craft bag of cheese, yeah. whatever. Or, or expi expired yeah. can of soup. Yeah. yeah. Well, we got uh, Chef Dinty more tonight uh, cooking up the beef stew. <laughs> 
No, you know what I was going to tell you guys? In a serious note, I was going to say, because uh, you two knuckleheads I call friends, you know what I mean? This is fun. I get to come in and hang out with you guys. But it really is inspiring to see uh, not just what the station means to Western Mass, because I try to explain that to everyone. If you grew up here, you're lifelong. You start listening to Rock 102 somewhere around 9 or 10 years old. You, you know, I, I'd be shocked if you found, even now, kids and you what's your favorite band pink floyd led zeppelin yeah, they're yeah. you know the, the hallmarks you know and then you look at you guys and you see, i see the people coming in i see them when they see you and you can tell they see you year after year and honestly i mean what 18 years for you 30 years for you 48 years of effort of your lives that you guys have given to make this thing what it is where this year is probably going to be you know hitting it one out of the park again it's it's cool to see not only what you guys give for the community but it's cool to see firsthand the love they have for you guys you know and uh i didn't want to leave this out but i had a, a good story yesterday we always talk about connecticut listeners so if anyone's listening in connecticut mm -hmm. please come up and donate uh we had a guy come he goes i've listened to the show for years he goes i live in infield now he goes oh, so like another country yeah, but he said, he goes, this is my first time. He said, this is my first time coming. He goes, yeah. I listen. I said, we always talk about the signal in Connecticut, and we feel like we, we sometimes don't rem remember, you know, like I go down there for a show and all these people turn out. Yeah. And the kid said, no, I listen at my work in Farmington. And he said, this is my first year coming. I'm not going to miss an, uh, another year. So that's I was awesome. like, yeah, that's cool that's to hear. Cool. You know, you yeah, built so it one brick at a time. All right, now say something funny. So we're uh, yeah, joke. So so come on, joke man. Uh, Saving it all for Richie Neal. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. So, I got, uh, I got you, a mouthful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. but what do you hear? What's coming up before? Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the best part. It's Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni. It's the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield. Come on by and help on Rock 102. Now let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. Well, I would just uh, have just been given a uh, brand spanking new total. All right. What do we got? $160,230.61. Damn. Yes. And you know what? It just got a little bit uh, heavier than that, too, because yeah. we haven't counted it yet. Because it's the share of the bank in town. The share is town. Now, uh, Nick Coach, you said, Nick, you're going to cover the uh, 39 cents to make that an even dollar now, aren't you? You can consider it con done. <laughs> done. We're going to take it out of the commissary accounts of all the prisoners there, right? Oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm not going to get you in trouble with that one. Yeah. So, so how are you doing? Uh, things are great, you know, and uh, really, I come down today just uh, on behalf of the staff and the, uh, uh, the inmate population. Um, you know, we're very grateful for what you do. A lot of what you do services the people of the justice-involved men and women that are in jail, their families. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're always going to be a big part of this uh, with you and, um, you know, just watching you over the last couple of days, seeing the totals come in. Wow. Um, really, uh, post-COVID, people are really stepping up. Well, like we've said before, you know, the need this year is greater than it's been in the 30 years we've been doing this. It's, I mean, the, the numbers are staggering and have never been this terrible. One in, one in three families suffering from food insecurity so it, to have you back year after year is uh, is great to see you you know I, you know the, the right now in the house and senate they're talking about the the migrant uh, issue and and the number of migrants that are here in the commonwealth and it, it's a, it's an issue and it's going to cost a lot of money but we can never lose sight of the people that are here in the commonwealth that are residents of the commonwealth that are still struggling each and every day so uh again uh to 
to Baxi and, and, and to uh, everybody and, and to Steve. And I just want to say thank you. Um, it's a pleasure to come down here. But I will say this, you know, uh, O'Brien's been gone for some time now. When's the next time I'm going to get an invitation, not just to come down and throw a check to you, but I, let's talk some issues. Yeah, absolutely. Here's the thing. We, uh, we don't invite anybody. You have to ask <laughs> yeah, us. Right. Say, hey, can I come on the show? And they're like, okay. And then we have a, we have a big meeting about it, and then we have like a yeah. process of elimination of voting and uh, well, whether or not we're going to have you back on yeah. the air. We also have a, 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 like a two-time rejection policy, so we want you to beg to be on the show. That's what it really you know what? Let's uh, let's turn a new leaf this year and have you back on. How about we do that? No, I, I would appreciate that. I, I, honestly, I mean, uh, most people come on and they kowtow down to you and they you insult them and they laugh. No, hey, I'm quick witted. I'm gonna throw right back at both of you. All right. yeah, he's right about that. He would yeah, do that. You should come to this comedy show we do on Thursday nights for twenty bucks. <laughs> I was going to say, how do you think I got here, baby? Just, uh, just keep showing up. They'll just keep putting you out here. It's great. You can do a good five to seven, couldn't you? Yeah. Five to seven minutes. Well, well like listen, I'm in my five. 31st year, so I'm doing a 15 to 20 right now. Well, there you go. Listen, you know a lot of guys doing seven to ten. Yeah. <laughs> but it's usually really only one to two you're going to get over there, right? Out of that place. Yeah, months. But, but you know what? Days. Months. Uh, yes, you can come back on any time you want. you got a lot of great programs over there. We should talk about that stuff. So, yes, you can... Uh, next couple of weeks we'll set something up and you can come back up. oh man what an investment i just made with my contribution today and all you had to do is shamelessly <laughs> pour yourself out yeah. like you know in all honesty happy thanksgiving to you and your families keep up the great work uh we're big fans at the sheriff's office to your show but most importantly to both of you and uh thank you so much well thank you for your support we appreciate it sheriff nick Kochi. it's bax and nagel at the mayflower marathon at rock 102 here's your 734 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Before you start, I uh, want to uh, say hi to the uh, the Litchfield County Dispatch, 911. They Litchfield County, Connecticut. That's yeah, Connecticut. Far. That's Coming pretty all the way damn here. far down there. Yep. And uh, the Westfield Starfires are uh, are here right now. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a, that's a great. You ever go to a game one of those? Actually, I have not. I've been to uh, to several of them, we, and it's actually a pretty good like day out with the family and all that stuff. We, we should all, all go, of, the three of us. We should to yeah. a Starfires game. We should go to a Starfires. I'll game. go. Yeah. Do they have concessions? They do. They have. They actually have a beer garden over there. Uh, we'll go get a couple have, hot dogs. They have I, think a, the, I think the biggest concession they have is making three seats available for three of us. <laughs> is, that, is that what it is? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, a Springfield man was arrested Monday for gun charges after he allegedly told police he shot at a vehicle that attempted to hit him. I shot a van! What's your van got to do with me? I said I shot a van! <laughs> I ain't trying to hear that, see? According to the Springfield Police Department, Ryan Wall, she said, My best friend's sister's boyfriend's girlfriend heard from this guy who's dating this girl that somebody's car got shot at. I guess it's pretty serious. Officers were called to the 300 block of State Street around 4.40 p.m. Monday for a crash involving two pedestrians and a disturbance involving a firearm. A woman was found and told police that she had been hit by a car, and then one of the passengers of the car allegedly pointed a firearm at her. The uh, vehicle then left the area. The other pedestrian later identified as 19-year-old Giovanni Torres of Springfield was also located by police. Torres told uh, officers the driver of the car tried to hit him, so Torres pulled out a firearm. A uh, spent shell casing was located in a nearby parking lot, which police allege was fired by Torres. The firearm uh, that was located in Torres' sweatshirt pocket was determined to be a large-capacity gun uh, loaded with nine rounds of ammunition. The magazine was capable of holding 
31 rounds in a handgun. That's a big yeah. clip. It's a big clip. Whoa, what about... Uh, uh, this is a long way from Nate Dog and, uh, and Warren G. <laughs> Listen. 16 in the clip and one in the hole. 17. I, I have heard, though. No, I have... I know the reference you're going to yeah. do, but I have heard nothing since... Uh, you and Bax just did a positive K MC light reference. I have heard nothing <laughs> in my head since you just did that. If someone wants to donate, that's why you should donate right now. <laughs> that reference is crazy. <laughs> On a classic rock station, nonetheless. Well, we, we've been doing it for years. years but it's Very culture. But you know what? Yeah, all, there's always a story that eventually comes up that we can change the lyrics <laughs> to it and uh, <laughs> like, make it like work. I sh- like I shot a man. You know, yeah. Like, uh, yeah that- that's usually the other one. Yeah, we usually do that one. But uh, this guy yeah. shot at a car. By the way, I should just uh, point out, uh, it just shows you the, the sense of community that we all have here at the Mayflower Marathon, that the 300 block of State Street is literally around the corner from here. So that's uh, just thought I'd uh, mention that. Oh, well, hey. Because that's know. the community coming together. Yes, but it's real safe right around the casino. <laughs> So there's no safer place in Springfield, I would argue. Yeah, no. Uh, so no once you're once you're in the casino, right. you, you, yeah. So please come down. Yeah. You know, I, I hope we don't have like you know how you always have like copycat crimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hope there's not going to be like a rash of people just pulling out guns and shooting at the front end of cars. I don't know who's going to hit me. <laughs> uh, it seems like a little bit of an over response. Well, you know, most people blow the horn. You know, let's use, but we've skipped right over that, right? Just discharge my 31 round. Well, they don't want to be rude. Yes, yes, sir. But, but I kind of picturing uh, Johnny Depp and uh, what is it, the Loathing in Las Vegas? What is the name of the Fear and Loathing, Fear and loathing, loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. Like, you know, he's got like things chasing after him through the sky. And he's like, oh my God, there's a car! It's got teeth! <laughs> You ever look, look, look in front of a car almost looks like people? Yeah. Like, you can like, kind of like identify. He's like, oh, man, I was trying to kill me. We've all become Hunter S. Thompson here in Springfield. <laughs> uh, this is a great story. Jeffrey Holt was uh, unassuming as the caretaker of a mobile home park in Hins- Hinsdale, New Hampshire, where he lived a simple but curious life. Did you see this story? I saw this. Residents uh, would see Holt around town in threadbare clothes, riding his lawnmower, headed to the convenience store, parked along the main road, reading a newspaper or watching cars pass. He did odd jobs for others, but rarely left town. And despite having taught driver's ed to high schoolers, Holt had given up driving a car. He opted for a bicycle instead, uh, and then finally the mower. His mobile home was in the park was that was mostly empty of furniture. No TV, no computer either. The legs of the bed went through the floor. Uh, Holt's best friend and former employer said uh, he seemed to have had what he wanted, but he didn't want much. But Holt died earlier this year with a giant secret. He was a multimillionaire. Yeah. And what's more, he gave it all away to his community of 4,200 people. He had his, his will had brief instructions. $3.8 million to the town of Hinsdale to benefit the community in the areas of education, health, recreation, and culture. Uh, Steve Dorio, chairperson of the town select board, said, I don't think anyone had any idea he was successful. I know that he didn't have a whole lot of family, but nonetheless, to leave it to the town where he lived in is a tremendous gift. That is pretty cool. Yeah. A guy who just didn't care about items or money <laughs> or anything, but had a lot of it, didn't tell anybody he did, and then finally donates it back to the community after his death. You know, when you, in a world where you see people like Oprah, and they uh, 
grandstand when they give any type of donation to anything? Or when they go, oh, could you help us right. help, help these the rich people of Malibu rebuild their neighborhood? Uh, I, I, I would <laughs> say it's not the rich people, but I, but yes, when, but... What that guy should have done is a combination. He should have been like, you get a mower, and, and you, you get, get a mower. mower. And then the whole and, town is just on lawnmowers. And driving, around. driving that would back be, yeah. and forth. It would, be like a, it would be like a little community yeah, yeah, of yeah. lawnmowers. So he had a, a fortune of $3.8 million, right? Mm -hmm. And there's 4,400 people in the, the town of Hinsdale. Yeah. Okay. So I just did uh, a little bit of calculator oh, math. I was going to ask that, if, uh, that if this guy had divided it, you know, equally among everybody in in uh, in Hinsdale, everybody would have received a check for eight hundred and sixty three dollars and sixty three cents. That's that would have been generous too. That's pretty good too. I would take that. Yeah. See, you guys are good guys. I'm petty. I would <laughs> I would have given the money all the way except for like one person. Or two people. I would yeah. have picked two people, and I would have been like, no. Yeah. no because of the wrongs they did to yeah. me throughout my life. You always <laughs> laughed at me on my mower. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, but no check for you. And, and then, make sure it's public knowledge that, they that those two check. people did yeah, get 100%. it. 100%. And the reason why. Right. Yeah. So those people can suffer and live chastised for the rest of their life. I like the way you think Thank about you. I'm a petty guy. <laughs> Nothing like settling scores, is yeah, there? Yeah. yeah. It's a good thing I don't run the open pantry. I'd be like, everybody come down if you need food except for that guy. Except for Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you why. Yeah. <laughs> except for Bob yeah. from uh, from Irving, Mass. You get a fruitcake, Bob. One fruitcake a year. That's what you get. That's all you're going to get. That's all you're going to... That's all you're ever going to be worth. Uh, have you ever said, uh, if you eat that last taco, I'll kill you. Have you ever said that to anybody? No. Uh, if you saw, you probably didn't mean it, though. You know what I mean? Like somebody says, I'm going to kill you if you do something. Like i got to be honest. If the taco is made by that Bebo restaurant that brought those uh, empanadas yesterday. Yeah, I'd kill you if you ate the I, last one. I, I, I almost would kill somebody. Yeah. I, I almost killed somebody because when I thought they were all gone yesterday, because <sighs> I didn't get a chance to have one. And then I thought they were, because they were in that box. Yeah. And then somebody said, no, 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 they're in that bag. And I'm like, oh, thank God, because heads were going to roll here if I didn't get one of these I, things. I, I've thought of that empanada three times. Uh, me too. It was I know. Probably daydreamed about it. Uh, what I don't understand is, and this, I mean, you got to give Bebo credit on this. You know, if you wrap, uh, like, an empanada in, like, a in a bag or you know, around a napkin, normally, it, you know, comes out of that and it's all mushy and, and you know. Yeah, the doughy or the or the filling doesn't have, like, the spice in it that this, doesn't. This thing was sitting in the bag for, like, 20 minutes and it was still crispy. I don't know how that even happens. That's, like, magic to me. I, uh, I'm glad that I found out that it was called empanada because I, when I read it quick, I thought it was panda meat. No. And panda. No. You yeah. don't think so? It's not panda. Some weird, was, like, animal no. uh, harvesting thing out there who, for no. panda meat? Panda's more of, like, a tender taste. It's kind of... So I find uh, it to be rather mealy. <laughs> you get the, you get hints of the bamboo. Well, yeah. Yeah, well I would if think it would be a little right, game. If you cook yeah. it right. Yeah. <laughs> Koala bears, on the other hand, a eucalyptus. It's, it's a meat that freshens your breath. Delish. My, my brother, uh, him and his uh, hunting friends every yeah. year, and up in Syracuse, uh, they, they would <laughs> used to, it got out of control. Yeah. Uh, but they had to stop doing it after like five or six years because too many people kept showing up. They were holding their own game dinner of all the things that they shot. And one of the things that they had there was like raccoon stew oh, or something like that. A good raccoon. But you know Not what? Eat, it's just the name of it yeah. that throws you off.
for the most part, if you season a piece of meat properly or tenderize it or do whatever you need to do with it, you wouldn't even tell you were eating panda meat. Bax, Bax had the same conversation with Dahmer back when they both lived in yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah. He's yeah. in a piece of meat just right. Yeah. Um, you know who has game dinners? is Munich House in Chicopee. And they have some ostrich. Yeah. They had ostrich. Is it good? Have you had it before? I, I, I couldn't bring myself. I'm not a huge meat guy. I like chicken. That's about it. I yeah. love I love meat. I love talking about meat. Yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a kind of I'm with you. I Man. ensconce myself in meat. I do sauce. like barbecue. I can't believe I missed the Bub's barbecue. Oh, uh, dude, that was still some left. Yeah, they have pulled chicken in there too. No, no. it's all all beef. All, Ooh, all so beef. good. No. Wasn't that pork too? There was pork, beef, and pork. Yeah, pork ribs. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, see, I I uh, I have no problem with the game meat. I like uh, like the venison, like really? elk. I like I've had bear. I've had uh, had the turtle meat. I've had frog legs. I've had all kinds of things, man. And they're it's delicious. I had bison once. I had a yeah. bison burger, and Good no stuff. one told me what it was until I was halfway through it. I was like, "This burger is amazing," and they're like, "It's bison." And I was like, that's kind of gross, but also delish. Yeah, bison, like you were supposed to know what yeah. that was and the arrogance of a hunter who uh, who says that to you. I had... Oh, you didn't know this was elk? <laughs> I had venison sausage once, and I thought it was disgusting. Nah, they just didn't know how to make it. Yeah, the venison sausage could be good. And elk is actually better than venison. That's yeah. really... Elk? Again, it's all in the way it's prepared. I've had, like, elk that was just... Like strips of meat, like a like a kind of like a steak tip kind of yeah. deal, but it wasn't good because it was it hadn't been seasoned or it hadn't been prepared properly. Yeah, you know, the other thing that uh, you don't even think about is that uh, how that meat is butchered can make or break whether that meat's any sure. Good. Yeah, or even how the animal is taken, right? Because that's one of the other things too. Because they release stress hormone or something yeah. like that. I, I know a little bit about this stuff. I, I'm glad we started talking about, about tacos, and now we're talking about elk. Yeah, I never even finished the story. We get ADD when uh, we're all When you bring up food or meat. <laughs> or, <laughs> that's that I like, immediately into. You ever have venison meatloaf? <laughs> well, well, here's, here's the pie. <laughs> here's the gist of the story. A 53-year-old man in West Virginia was arrested after trying to kill someone for eating all the tacos. The uh, victim, the guy who apparently ate the tacos, was shot at, but it was not hurt. That's, so there you that's go. That's a, justifi the story. that's a justifiable near homicide. Yeah, I mean, we just had uh, Sheriff Kochi in here, and i got to be honest, that's like one of those sentences I'd be okay with a judge letting the guy off a little early. That is a, that is a yeah, terrible... Your, your Honor, my client uh, may have shot those people, but it, this really couldn't have been helped. It's almost self-defense if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast, today, it is going to uh, keep raining for a good part of the day, a high of 46. Tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of 49 for your Thanksgiving. We are uh, out here outside the south end market of MGM Springfield. If you want to bring down your non-perishable food donations, we're going to be here till 10 a.m., and that's going to be the end of it. And if you can't make it down here, just go online to rock102.com and make a donation right online. Link is there for the open pantry. It is uh, 748, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. This wine's from Italy. You can taste it. It's the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Nagel. Other than waking up at 4, it's a pretty good deal. On Rock 102. Oh, we're on now. We're on. It's uh, 7.54 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni of the Mayflower Marathon. Uh, as you heard before, our last total over $160,000 uh, in food and cash rates for the open pantry. We've actually... We are close to filling uh, truck five, and we've just called in for a sixth truck. Crazy. Six 
Six. It's a six-truck night. It's a six-truck <laughs> yeah. night. Now, we're supposed to be visited by uh, Congressman Richie Neal next hour, and uh, mm. we'll be talking about some grilled uh, some grilled cheese sandwiches in a little bit, too. I, I don't know, man. Doesn't he melt in the rain? No, he does not. Are you I believe, sure about no, that? Believe it or not, it bounces off of him like he's been uh, like yeah. he's had de deck proofing on him. <laughs> yeah, uh, Thompson's water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just Simon eyes. Simon uh, But uh, what, well, we just had the Westfield Starfires drop off a nice donation. Uh, so thanks, uh, thanks to them. We were just talking about them too, right? Yeah, it's going to see a see a game or whatever. Took a picture with uh, Chris and Stanley. Stanley, Stanley the squirrel. squirrel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, and uh, you know what? It is raining, but it's not that bad. So don't let that deter you from coming down here and bringing those non-perishable food donations. You don't donations. even have to get out of the car. So no, we got we have plenty know. of volunteers that are unloading in the unloading your car and loading things up on the trucks. Listen, what better reward? You come down here, you drop off some canned goods, and look at all the donut dips. You yeah. could have a donut dip. Yeah, absolutely free. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's not a bad that's not a bad thing at position at all. At no, all. No, 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 nothing wrong with a donut dip. I like a good donut dip. All right, well, I'll be doing on time here. Oh, you know what? Uh, it's almost time to get into the next hour. Oh, really? Is it that? <laughs> it's, look at that! Wow, it, we're almost there. By the way, I just uh, want to mention real quick. Uh, thanks to the folks at uh, Unwind Overhead. They are sponsoring uh, this hour. And uh, we appreciate their help and their support of the Mayflower Marathon. Awesome, thank you. It's Bax awesome. and Nagel at uh, MGM Springfield and Rock 102. Now, let's return to the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, 8.09 with Bax and Nagel, Marty Caproni, Mayflower Marathon, MGM Springfield. Yeah. Last uh, total I gave you, about $160,000. Uh, brought to you by Liberty Bank this yep, hour. Yeah, Liberty Bank well. this hour. Yep. Yeah. Uh, right now, we're at $166,000. Five hundred and thirty-eight dollars and twenty-six cents. I don't know who chipped in the extra dime, but I like seeing it. Oh, I, I bet you I know who chipped in the extra dime. Yes. Yeah. By the way, I didn't realize this. Richie Neal happens to be one of the biggest Black Sabbath fans in America. Really? Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that right, Rich? <laughs> you say so. <laughs> I, I once saw him eat the head off a bat <laughs> right in the middle of right in the middle of a right in the middle of a uh, State of the Union address. Congressman Richie Neal is uh, up all the time. Is here. The yeah. There you go. Is that not? Talk yeah. into this one. All right. right. Yeah. Does that work better? That work better? Yes. Yeah, that, that works, works a lot better. So how you been? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? Good. I haven't yeah. seen you since the uh, the Bright Nights Ball. Yeah. And thanks to the three of you for what you do here. But it's our pleasure. Spectacular. Thank uh, you. I think it calls forth many of the kind of the great parts of citizenship and civic engagement. Yeah. Terrific. I just but want I, to make sure. I don't know if we can hear you that well. I mean, try I, this one. Listen, I know you guys. There you go. This. That's a little. There, there, there we go. We're not trying to squash political speech. Believe me, you are. No, we would never do that. Not to your face, anyway. Yeah. I want to take you, I was thinking as you were giving that description that you do a spectacular job on uh, every year. I'd better just take you now and walk you through the car wash. <laughs> you know, it's a pretty efficient way to do it. I, I could use some rusty jonesing and another <laughs> body wash. I could use that. But, uh, yeah, it, you know, to me, it's a, the, the funniest part about it is that I do it in front of you. And you that, you know, that, that's the part that warms my heart because who else in America gets to do that in front of the... the well, the chairman of the House and Ways well, Committee. Well, let me, I should point out to the listener, I'm safely five feet away from you. <laughs> you are the furthest. I, I didn't come away. in to give you the, the obligatory hug. I can tell yeah, you no, that. Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> We don't, have to, we don't have to wrap our hands around each other. Uh, well, you know, yeah. let's talk about the, the things that are going on in this government. And uh, I believe... Your government. I, well, 
Is it my government? It is your government. Because if it was my government, okay. my, wish would have this been be my wish would have been granted years ago. Yeah, you'd be the president. For all the gridlock that happens down in that little tinsel town that you call home. Well, actually, home is back. Why? It, well, <laughs> where, temporary. where your office is. Yeah, your, your temporary home. This is uh, almost unfair to see a yeah. seasoned politician yeah. versus a radio talent who's on four well, hours listen, of sleep I'm, over the last three days. Marty, it's great. I'm a, Mar <laughs> Rich is, Rich. Marty, I'm a blue-collar guy, yeah. and I have a complaint oh, that, well, here uh, we go. That, that many people share this view. Do you have any idea that you could bring the entire country together with one sweeping piece of legislation. Oh, here it Please comes. Tell me. <laughs> Get rid of daylight saving time. I agree Why with is that. this yeah. such a hard thing to come to an agreement yeah, on? And most is, people well, agree. Well, I'm pleased that on Thanksgiving Day, that's the biggest thing on your mind. Well, so it is the a, biggest thing that's on my elevating. mind. There's you know, no nobody question. else listens to that. I agree with you. No, no, he's, uh, Bax is nodding his head. So no, I, listen, two I'm, of in, you. I'm in full support of I this. agree with you. Yeah, it's nonsense. Yeah. Okay, but I would vote for that. But yeah. why is it? Because it seems to be a majority of of your uh, of your yeah, fellow. Uh, what are you? It's an old history. It's it's part of the you know the country's politics have always been divided, certainly by philosophy, but at the same time by geography. So the agricultural states, as you know, farmers were the ones that took that position because they wanted the extra time in the morning, uh -huh. and uh, that's what happened. And essentially. It's now been kind of built into our political system, and I think that people like myself I, right. I would prefer. Right. Yeah, yeah, we, a different, we've had a, a number of laws over the uh, the course of the last 260 years. It really wasn't such a good idea after all. You know, things like I don't know, uh, you know, like, like you know, manifest destiny, uh, you know, the uh, killing off of the Indians, uh, slavery. These were not great things. May, we all wind up transitioning away from those kinds of things because the smart and intelligent thing yeah. to do was to not do right. them. Daylight savings time, a perfectly good example. Maybe not to that yeah. extreme. And but, listen, yeah. but Manifest Destiny, just because you mentioned it, it, Manifest Destiny was also part of the carrying card that took us to the moon. No, well, well, he's got uh, a point okay. there. Look Listen, at that. if I, I guess this is over, yeah. right. I don't it's, realize it's, we're going to get deep in philosophical. System. You know, Steve lives in Huntington, so right now he's going to say, "Did we even go to the moon?" Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, it could have been on a movie set. I'm just saying. But, 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 but the, you know, you talk about the agricultural piece to it. I do live in a very uh, rural town, Huntington. That's under your jurisdiction. You've been there for a half an hour before. I've seen you there. It sounds as and, uh, part and, of a fascist and system. The, it's under my jurisdiction. <laughs> my jurisdiction. Yeah. Let me let me tell you. When when the sun goes down, the farmers don't stop working. They have these things called headlights on them, and they still go out in the field. So what are we doing this for? Well, I got to tell you, the quiz that you've offered to me, it's only going to make me more enthusiastic about doing something about it. I want this yeah. to be... As Nagel goes, so goes America. There you go. I want this to be the last thing you push before you retire from this, uh, from this thing. Whenever, whenever You're going to waste the go, be. pal. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's walking away from this gig? Yeah. Well, all right, fine then. Uh, if you want my me, vote You need me. Time. It takes you guys 364 yeah. days to get even with me after I do this show. Listen, unless you guys... I, I know you try enthusiastically, by the way. Well, I mean, listen. Listen, I speak for a lot of people yeah, uh, in this area. And you know what? If, with you here. if you want my vote next time and you're without $10 in a fish sandwich, the next best thing <laughs> is getting rid of daylight saving time. Point Why can we not do this? Point made. Uh, All right. Point just, is made. I just want to clear the record because he, he yeah. lumped me in with you and Bax on this daily. Yeah. I'm a comedian. 
I really don't care what time the sum's up. I would appreciate <laughs> if we could extend. I'm also part Irish. I would appreciate if we could extend the closing time to, from bars to 4 a.m. Yeah, like our yeah. Brothers and sisters in New York. These are the issues that are important yeah, to me. You know, just we need more alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. So uh, let me ask you like a like a serious question because uh, and not not to not to just uh, swipe at uh, my two partners here. Oh, but, oh you here just it comes did. here it comes. But you know, from the outside looking in, uh, there's a lot of uh, I don't know, a lot of fringe ideas out there on oh, both sides God. of Congress. Yes. Now uh, I know that there are that that some of these people have the loudest voices, and that's the ones we have a tendency to pay attention to, simply because they're loud and they make great sound bites. But as the average. I don't know, uh, congressman or senator uh, up in Washington. That makes things difficult to 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 accomplish because all of a sudden the loudest voices become what Congress does, ignoring the things that the majority of Congress really does want to pay attention to and focus on. Yeah, you've hit the nail on the head. I mean, I, I think that it, you've just pointed out that uh, part of the political system today has become much more performative. Uh, there are people like myself from a generation that thought your legislative achievements were everything. And now it is almost you're rewarded for not doing something as long as you have, as you three have noted, a good soundbite. And if you have a good social media presence, and the social media presence, as you know, amplifies conflict. And the conflict is rewarded, as you described it, by a segment of the public. And you described them as the fringe. I think part of it is the fringe. But there's also, there's always been a healthy, when you talk about manifest destiny, now there's always been a healthy skepticism of centralized government in America. And now both sides have those that are very good at performing as opposed to legislating. I mean, you get to the point where, you know, you have uh, you know, fringe voices dictating who becomes the Speaker of the House. Well, that's exactly what happened, too. You've it's exactly what happened. And, and, and what happens as a result of that is Congress can get nothing done because of something like you can't even decide, you know, who's going to be the guy sitting at the table. I did not know who this guy Johnson was. He's been there eight years. I might have seen him in the hallway, waved to him, always with a small courtesy, for sure. But most of us in Congress, I would say 75% had no idea who he was. All right, uh, that's a good question. That's that's the speaker guy, right? Yeah, that's no, the guy. Yeah. All right, do you have a porn ability uh, accountability uh, partner? He there was an interview with him that surfaced from like 2018 where he was talking about he was on this uh, Covenant Eyes app, oh. which prevents him from looking at por pornographic websites. And his accountability partner to make sure that he doesn't do that was his son, who was 17. Yeah, he's it clearly is part of the evangelical movement, but I think even beyond that, it's a much more conservative position that he's taken. And that, by the way, is what helped elevate him to become Speaker of the House. There's a part of the Republican Party today that is very hardcore right wing, and many of them adhere to the policy you've just described. Nancy uh, I, Pelosi never had anything like that. <laughs> Tip O'Neill never had anything like that. I, I guess what I'm really asking you, Congressman, is would you be my porn accountability partner? <laughs> Yeah, I'll assign a staff member to that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Monitor Nagel. You'll write that invisible ink. Sure. Staff, <laughs> member. staff member. That means two things. Yeah, no yes, kidding. It does. <laughs> so you're, you're home for uh, at least a little while. When do you go back? Tuesday. Tuesday. And what happens? Uh, what's the first thing going on? Uh... Well, we have four big issues. The Democrats, we would like to wrap them into one. And the other side, they want to... Uh, split them out. So what we have to do, I think, is certainly the package that the president has proposed on uh, Israel, 
the package that he's proposed as it relates to China and the South China Seas, uh, certainly uh, Ukraine, and I think that part of the compromise could be a border security position that might bring some Republicans aboard. And and now daylight savings time. So you got a pretty busy <laughs> Not daylight savings time. Yeah, you got, you got a lot of work to do there, yeah. sir. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, so, you know, I remember years ago when we were do talking about these budgets and things, it's always some kind of new, like, term they come up with. So we were going to fall off the fiscal cliff. Do you remember that? Fiscal cliff. Is what, becoming new, it's, a, it's the new euphemism. What is yeah. this year's boogeyman that you've all come up with? Mid-January. Mid-January. You can tell I don't get terribly right excited there. about some of these things because I do think that eventually they get ironed out after a good deal of uh, controversy, which does not help the uh, the quality of the public debate, yeah. that's for sure. Is, is Has it changed the culture in Congress since w when you started? It used to seem like it was like two lawyers going to court. You guys would fight it out on the floor and then go out for a beer after, yeah. and then you'd have like, you know, like Ted Kennedy, you'd have a good yeah. working relationship across the aisle. Is, is that completely gone at this point? Is it? Yeah, it's it's certainly in short supply. That's for sure. Yeah. I think that the, the the description that you made was uh, maybe uh, Reagan and O'Neill. Yeah, I think that that was sure. a very good one. I think that they made their point in public because part of making your point is that this is what I would do if I were in control. Correct. But in our uh, separation of powers, no one institution is really in control. You have to find a path forward that generally means some compromises. So you make your point, and then you make the deal. Right. And and and, and now and, and since Ted Kennedy died, no one's flipping the bill for the at the, the bar tab. That's that's the problem. <laughs> Too bad. Was, that was one of my questions. I was going to say, have you ever been to the Beer Baron Tavern there in DC? It's great. Yeah, no, I haven't been to that one. Good Shepherd's Pie, <laughs> great selection of beer, great yeah. comedy club. I upstairs. like Shepherd's Pie. I, yeah. well, I, I think I pointed out to you last year. If you guys had a, like a potluck uh, picnic, I think it was Marjorie Taylor Greene was going to bring that ambrosia salad that nobody wants. Yeah. <laughs> you'd have to go through metal detectors if she was probably. <laughs> <laughs> Congressman Richie Neal, it's great to see you. Great you to see you three are terrific to do this. This is uh, it's really meaningful, and it's uh, uh, it's an institutional uh, occurrence now, and I think that we're all grateful for it. Well, you know, there's a. Uh, I'm not suggesting that the quality of the debate has gotten any better over these years, but well, I will my, say I thought my question was pretty good. I, I thought you said you hit the nail on the head. I'm going to take that. And, and I just, thought just my keep, hill I want to die on is very good. <laughs> yeah, just keep telling yourselves that over the next couple of days. You'll be fine. <laughs> well, for, for whatever reason, the city of Springfield's you know and the the surrounding area's numbers for food insecurity is remarkably yeah. high. Better, you know, worse than the uh, the national average. Certainly worse than the state average. And so uh, to, to see people being uh, come by and participate year after year is really heartwarming to, to all of us, too. You guys do a great job on it. Thank you. Oh, thanks, thanks fellas. Congressman Thank Richard Neal. Thanks. Back. I'm not going to shake your hand, Bex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I will, I've got some penicillin in the car. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's Bax and Nagel of the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield, the Rock 102. Rock 102. Now let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. Our... Uh, Latest total, $166,538.26 at the Mayflower Marathon. Dang. Dang is right. Uh, this hour is brought to you, I should point out, by uh, by Liberty Bank and uh, from Liberty Bank, my friend Jeff Sadler. It's good to see you. How are you, you doing, Bex? I'm doing good. Tell us about the, what's going on. Well, uh, we are here uh, for this last hour, I believe. We've got a couple more hours left, but uh, Liberty Bank is uh, our third year helping out, supporting and sponsoring, and uh, we just opened a new retail branch in East Long Meadow. We're going to use that next year to work with you in uh, the open pantry for a drop-off point to you know, add, a little you know, add a little to the, uh, to the pot, as they say. 
You know, I was wondering when they were going to put another bank in East Longmeadow. Well, we have more banks in uh, <laughs> more banks in East Longmeadow than uh, convenience stores, but it's like always good for one more. Competition is good. It's like the financial district of Western Massachusetts. Well, well every town has uh, yeah. has a bank in, in every corner, but that's not a bad thing. People are saving money. That's well, well we really appreciate uh, all your help and everything that you do for us. So well, thank you. Yeah, it, it's an honor. Honestly, it's our third year supporting it, and our motto is "Be Community Kind." Uh, Liberty Bank's been around for almost 200 years. We're just coming up the river from Connecticut, and uh, all the employees are all local, well-known in the marketplace, and, and we're all giving back to the community. And you've been there for like 120 of those uh, 200 years. Oh, yeah, I think the hair is getting grayer by the day, Bax. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, banking is, uh, has been my career, and uh, you, know, you, you appreciate what you have, and you've got to help those who don't have. So, uh, you know, and everybody has needs, and... You know, the food uh, is, is a help to all of the families. There's so many families in need. And, uh, you know, we're just here to say we're in the community. All these companies that we're surrounded by that are helping out, it's a great thing. It brings us together for Thanksgiving. And, you know, you, you just say thank you. And that's what it's about. All right. Well, Jeff, well, I appreciate you. your help. As always, thank you very much. That I just want to do a shout-out to uh, a buddy of mine who lost his uh, pup. And uh, his name's Sid Vicious, and uh, I'll just leave you guys because uh, you do smell like a bunch of roses back there. Oh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I bet you I'll does. leave you with one, one joke. What has four wheels and flies? What? A garbage truck. No. Oh, oh, there you go. Like this yeah, I'm, think, I'm thinking Bank. of the four of us. I'm thinking this guy over here. <laughs> hey, if you're not doing anything Thursday nights, yeah. we have this comedy yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Hear me out. <laughs> I, I, know, I know banking is your forte, yeah. but uh, 20 bucks, you can get dinner and comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bax and Nagel, the Mayflower Marathon. We've got news next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Field or online at rock102.com. <laughs> It's 8.36 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for the uh, time for news from the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Well, By the way, before you get into it, yeah. I want to thank my uh, my friend Hefe from uh, Loophole Brewing. He was uh, collecting food at DeRay Away Ooh. and uh, just dropped off a, a big, sizable uh, you know, trailer worth of food. Fantastic. And right now our total is $166,538. bucks. Your friend Hefe. Hefe. Oh, I like Jeff. that name. Jeff, but Hefe. Oh, I like that name. Yeah, I like Hefe. it. It means boss. Is he in, in a foreign language? Oh, does it really? I believe it does. Yeah. Is he in charge over there at uh, Lupo? I believe he is. He is El Hefe. Yeah. He's yeah. going to handle it. Like a Hefe. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> a uh, Springfield man was arrested for posing as a DOT worker across the border in Connecticut. On Monday, Connecticut State Police were called to investigate a suspicious car parked on the shoulder of 384 in Manchester. When they arrived, they saw 49-year-old John Seeley of Springfield wearing a reflective vest putting copper wires into the bed of his truck. Seeley explained to troopers that he was a subcontractor for the Connecticut DOT and had been hired to work in that area. However, Seeley was not able to provide any documentation or information to verify his assignment. A DOT supervisor arrived on the scene and confirmed that Seeley had not been hired to work and that uh, several light poles uh, had uh, damaged or missing wires. According to police, Seeley damaged state-state property to illegally remove copper wiring. It was taken into custody and faces several scam and criminal mischief charges. All right, let's dissect this for a second. Mischief's a good charge for that. Yeah. It's, it's mischievous. But, but, but do you think what gave him away is like, Wait, a DOT actually guy moving on the side of the highway? <laughs> working? 
If he had eight friends with him <laughs> watching him do it, they would have been like, that checks out. Yeah. <laughs> the only the only thing that that would have identified him as a DOT employee other than his identification would be like two trays of Dunkin' coffee stacked <laughs> on top of each other for everybody at the work site. Did you get my Lodge regular? <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, my favorite part of that story, because we've talked about this, yeah. is the unchecked authority and power you get with a reflective vest. You know, uh, yeah, we have talked about this. I told you about my little traffic uh, uh, You did thing. it in East Longmeadow. East Longmeadow fireworks. Yeah. I, I put a vest on because we were stuck in traffic, and nobody was letting us out yeah. of that... What Whatever parking lot we were in, so I put the vest on. I told my friend, I said, "Listen, you get in the driver's seat. I'm going to go walk up there, start directing traffic to get us out of here." And then, uh, so she did. She gets in the driver's seat. I walk up to the front of the line, and I stop traffic, cross traffic, yeah. and I just start waving it through. And people believe you because you're playing the part. As long as you got something that makes you look official. Yeah. I did it in downtown Northampton. My friend uh, Priscilla Mar Marion and her husband, before they, they got married, I, I took the vest out of the back of his truck, and I just got out, and I was, I was doing, like, the dancing cop directed. Oh, nice. no, one, no one checked me. In fact, I just did it earlier. I don't know if you guys uh, could tell, but uh, that wasn't Congressman Neal here. It was just me in a reflective vest. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. 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 It's unchecked power. Well, you know, you sit around, don't do anything most of the day. Oh, come on. Well, it was, it, you're probably right because it was it, with my eyes dilated like they are right now. It's hard to know if that was actually him or not. So, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah. It probably was reflecting. But, uh, you know, that's like, you remember like Ghostbusters 2 when they're like jackhammer in the street? Yeah. And then yeah. they're like pretending they're DOT workers. Yeah. Like, I'm working here. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy, he's like, he's, you know. Yeah. Cop comes up behind him. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. I'm, I'm authorized to be here. I, I'm working here, okay? I would show you my DOT card, but I'm too, I got too many coffees in my hands. I can't reach my wallet. Kudos to that cop because, you know, if I was working that, I'd pull up and I'd be like, no, oh, checks out. You get the vest? Checks out. There you go. Checks out. There you go. All that copper wiring hanging out of your truck? No questions. Checks out. Enjoy checks your out. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to find all these uh, these stories that we got here. The uh, Westfield police are looking for the public's help in identifying suspects in connection with stealing copper wire and scrap metal. This is like uh, you know, this is the this is the thing this time of year. I don't want to rat anyone out, but uh, earlier uh, Stanley the squirrel from the Starfires was here, and I could have sworn I saw some copper hanging out of his little squirrel pocket. Oh, he had a he made it. <laughs> That's right. Well, he was he was gonna have a Moscow mule. He was getting that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, everybody, he's fine. Yeah, the, uh, according to the uh, Westfield Police, the men pictured in the photos on their Facebook page are believed to have been involved in thefts of copper wire and scrap metal from several places on the north side of Westfield. They may have also been driving a dark-colored SUV. If you can identify either people in the uh, in the photos, then uh, then please uh, contact the uh, the Westfield Police. Uh, a spring. Oh, I already just did that one. I, I, this is, I'm so tired. I just don't want it. Do this. <laughs> Hour and a half to go, baby. Here, the final stretch. By the way, uh, the grilled cheese speech you did. Yeah. You left out the line I gave you the other night. And I you completely forgot it. about what it. What was the line? I said, uh, I stink worse than Ling Clark at a policeman's ball. 
That means two. <laughs> that means two things. <laughs> I'm from Chicopee. I get that yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot that one. That's all right. I'm kicking myself. Next, yeah. next time. We'll you know, I feel like the congressman was thoroughly horrified by what you put out there. So you did a good. Oh, job. Oh yeah. Well, you know, he's used to it. <laughs> he the funny thing is, he has sat through that so many times. I think the first time he heard it, he's like, "What the hell is going he's, on here?" But but yeah, now after like 29 years of this, he's like, "Oh, yeah, I, well, here he goes what, again." What was worse, the grilled cheese speech or me asking him if he would be my porn accountability partner <laughs> to make sure I don't find any <laughs> websites? Oh, I, I, so I'm, I'm going to say probably. I'm going to say the the yeah. porn thing. See, you know, if I had asked you guys to be my porn accountability partners, I think we would just be handing suggestions off to each other. <laughs> hey, hey you really check this one? Have you checked out X Hamster? It's really good. <laughs> really good. Hey, I got a buddy. I got, I got a buddy. <laughs> What's milking me? <laughs> That's my favorite part of Christmas, the seven maids of milking. <laughs> or is it eight maids of milking? Seven swans is what Yeah, eight maids of milking. Oh, yeah. God. A, uh, a woman. <laughs> you can tell we're almost done with oh, this. Oh, my God. A woman who worked as a stand-in at the Cosby Show in the 1980s said in a lawsuit Tuesday that Bill Cosby drugged and sexually abused her after offering uh, to mentor her her acting career. We were just talking about him yesterday. Cause, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's the latest in a string of lawsuits filed against Cosby under New York's expiring Adult Survivors Act, which has given victims of sexual abuse a one-year window for claims that would have otherwise been barred by time limits. That window closes on Thanksgiving Day. The anonymous accuser said that the soon after meeting Cosby while working on his show, he started offering style tips and performing acting exercises with her in her dressing room. When he invited her to his home, she accepted, she said, in part because of Cosby's wholesome image as America's debt. You know, people will go out and victim blame. And they'll say, why would you go to Bill Cosby's hat, like, alone? It's Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. If, somebody asked, if somebody famous asked you to come to their house, I'd probably go. You yeah. know? Yeah. So, if Michael Jackson asked me to go on the uh, on the rides at Neverland, how would, you, how would I say no to that? Uh, no. Or see the monkey bubbles? Yeah. 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 Listen, if, uh, if John Wayne Gacy was available for children's birthday parties still today... You might think about hiring the guy. Yeah. Charming Bundy, charming guy. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I'd help him fix his car. Separating the art from the... <laughs> <laughs> too like soon, too soon. Separate the art the from the... problem here? <laughs> <laughs> you look like you could use a jump stack. <laughs> okay, enough of that shenanigans. So your Pioneer Valley forecast today. Going to be rain for most of the day with a high of 46 tomorrow. Uh, sunny uh, for Thanksgiving and a high of 49. 37 in downtown Springfield. Uh, we are outside the south end market of MGM Springfield. That's the parking garage side. So you come in and you enter through Columbus Avenue. You can go right out to State Street with your non-perishable food donations or a cash donation. You can also drop that off as well. And uh, you can also donate online at rock102.com. It's the Mayflower Marathon. It's 845, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. This Friday and Saturday, Pines return to the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield with Bax and Nagel <laughs> on Rock 102. Hey, uh, first of all, thanks again to uh, the folks at Liberty Bank. They're uh, sponsoring this hour here on, uh, on Rock 102 of the Mayflower Marathon. I just got a brand spanking new big fat total. All right. What do we got? Uh, let's see. We are at 
$172,592.26. Holy crap. Yeah. We, gotta, we, gotta, we still got an hour and 10 minutes left to go. An hour and 10 minutes, plus we got uh, the Thunderbirds game tonight. Maybe we may see a big jump. I don't know. I, who knows? We're also into uh, truck number six. Should point that out too. It's a six truck day. It's a six truck day. I'm good at math. That is a half dozen. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Mark. Good. Thank you. Hey, you and uh, Banks should get together and discuss numbers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's got a little trouble sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I got, I, got, I got a lot of trouble sometimes. Hey, uh, there's a lot of great events coming up in the next couple of months uh, at MGM Springfield. One of them is the uh, the Winter Weekend. With the Boston Red Sox, and uh, with us right now is uh, Sarah McKenna from the Red Sox. You came all the way from Boston for this? I did, but I grew up in Springfield. I grew up on Sumner Avenue. I've been listening to Rock 102 my whole life. Get out of here, really? It's the soundtrack of my youth, yes. Wow, that's soundtrack of our youth. I like that. You know what? We're going to save that soundbite, and we're going to play it forever and ever. That would be great. Every time I, I come home, it would be wonderful to hear it, yes. Well, that's awesome. So, so tell us about the, the winter weekend. Winter weekend is uh, the weekend of January 20th, and uh, the Red Sox are holding it now for the third time here um, at MGM Springfield. It's a great spot. We love coming back here. And basically, it's just a fun family event where we bring in all of our Red Sox players and alumni. It's about 45 people all together from players and alumni, coaches, and um, we just get together, have some autograph sessions, have some breakout sessions, and talk Red Sox baseball. Awesome. That uh, is awesome. Aren't you glad you, you you chose the Red Sox and not the Patriots? You know, I mean, what we're all going through right now. <laughs> Listen, I've worked for a few teams now. Yeah. Before this, I worked for the San Diego Padres. I do enjoy baseball, although the football schedule sounds nice. I mean, one game a week yeah. as opposed to 10 in a row yeah, in the middle of the summer working yeah. 4th of July. Um, I do think sometimes the football schedule would be nice. Do you want to see me do a really cool trick? I would love to uh, see you do a really cool trick. Go ahead. You grew up on Sumner Ave. I did. In a white house. Yeah, I did. Large white house. I know. I'm, had a, I had a dining room, yeah. and it had a button You've on the floor there. that you would push the button. Oh, my God. I'm misplacing your name right now. Yeah, <laughs> see that? Unmemorable. What, what do you know? Everybody? Everybody. You know, is every your maiden name Keeney? Yes, and my dad's standing right to your uh, the, right. How you doing, Mr. Keeney? Nice to meet you. <laughs> I used to get thrown out of all of your daughter's classes in high school. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> no, my friend bought your house. The Cravens, oh, wow. they bought they bought your house. But I, uh, yes. this is how I, this, my memory, I'm cursed. No, I, you memory. walked in and I was like, oh my God. I'm, yeah, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this guy is here. Who's yeah. that guy who yeah. graduated 458th yeah, right. out of 459 and one kid <laughs> yeah. moved away? Uh, this is Marty Caproni. Yeah. Oh, okay. How are you? I'm very good. So good oh, look at this. A nice little reunion. Oh. I didn't mean to interrupt the Red Sox no, talk. No, but, you no. Know. After college, I moved away and um, to the West Coast and I spent some time there. So yeah. It's a Thanksgiving miracle. Let me ask. Just reuniting people and collecting money for the for the less fortunate. Well, let me ask you something, Sarah. I mean, you got a big job with the Red Sox, and you're here back uh, back home for the holidays. Let me ask you something. When you just found out that that's Marty Caproni in your head, did this conversation happen? I couldn't stand that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. not at all. No, I get not that a lot. I don't have anybody from high school. I think it was a, we had a good class. It was a good year. Where'd you, where'd you go? Cathedral. Yeah. 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 Say that. Yeah. Uh, that's two people I've bonded over Cathedral with. Richie yeah. Neal. Yeah. And Sarah. And there all of them are more successful than you. No. So hurtful because so it's true. accurate. It's so hurtful because it's so accurate. not true. It is so hurtfully accurate. He's living our youth yeah. right now, the soundtrack of our youth. Like hey, listen, you can't get into a Red Sox game for 20 bucks and dinner on a Thursday night, can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You know. Hey, you know, my favorite, uh, my favorite joke that people from Cathedral hate is I said, uh, 
when it got hit by the tornado, I was like, no. But then I was like, mm. shows that God does answer prayers. Sometimes it takes him <laughs> 20 years to get around to it. I distinctly remember go. being in study hall, like, I wish a tornado would take this place. Right. You know... That hill, is that hill still there that we used to always have to run for sports? The hill is not really what it was. Yeah. The, the, but it's a beautiful school that's there. Pope Francis is, yes. uh, it's great. This hour of the Mayflower Marathon brought to you by classmates.com. <laughs> 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 well, listen, when, when uh, Red Sox weekend happens, uh, let us know. We'd love to be talking to anybody from a team. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. We would love to have you guys there. And, um, We'd love to have everybody there. But most importantly, I think it would just be great for anybody listening to come down here. You don't have to have canned goods. If you have a few bucks, it'd be nice if you could just continue thinking of others. And thank you for all that you do for the Open Pantry. Thank you. What If we could figure out a way for me to shag a few fungos with Big Poppy, I would be all right. Uh. I don't know that Big Poppy's feet allow him to get out there anymore. He's in so much pain. But uh. I'm sure that... Um, you could see him at the bar. Okay, Jim Rice. Jim Rice is shagging. Oh. You know, is, is popping a couple in the outfield. Yeah. I'll be shagging flies. Definitely, definitely. Awesome. Well, Sarah, great to meet you, and uh, best of luck with the Red Sox weekend. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks Thank for you. having me. You bet. It's Bax and Nagel. It's the uh, Mayflower Marathon. There is little less, well, like two minutes more than a full hour left to go. There you go, and uh, we need your help. Come on down here. We're outside the South End Market of MGM Springfield. And if you can't make it down here within the hour, go right to rock102.com. You can donate online with the PayPal link. It's Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. Got another total. All right. Uh, things are starting to start blowing up here pretty quickly okay. uh, and escalating fast. We're now at $173,147.61. Wow. How about that, huh? That's awesome. There you go. Not yeah. too bad. Now, tonight, uh, we're really looking forward to this uh, at the Springfield Thunderbirds game, uh, the Mayflower Marathon night against Bridgeport. It's at the Thunderdome. <laughs> and Nate Costa's with us. It's good to see you. Great to see you guys. I've seen a lot of you lately, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's good though. I I like seeing you around town. Oh, me too. You guys are handsome guys. Oh, listen, all right, don't, all right. You don't have you know, to. You don't have to like you know lie to us. Yeah, and, and look yeah. where that's coming from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. You can just say we have a great partnership, and that's it. You don't have to say we're handsome yeah. people. Otherwise, we're gonna argue who's more handsome than who. Uh, and you know, it's clearly me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The new and improved Steve, right? That's, that's, that's right. right. That's right. But uh, tonight's game against uh, Bridgeport, we're just saying that uh, a good uh, a good amount of people of. Are, are going tonight. We have like eight tickets left of the like the nine thousand tickets we had. <laughs> we only have eight left. Yeah, and you know the 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 box of tickets we got. It was enormous. Yeah, I mean we were trying to build on a tradition, right? So we started last Friday with that event, which was great. It was a good first step for us to build something. We did over two thousand dollars at that event, and so tonight, come on out and support. We're going to be donating all of our. Um, proceeds from our raffles and our 50-50. and we have your guys' shirts on sale for tonight's game too, and your game-worn jerseys that you guys had that we're going to be raffling off. So hopefully we can generate even more money and get us uh, over that two hundred thousand. Would be let's, huge. Let's not forget the chuck a puck. Yes, and the chuck a puck. I got to make Ooh, sure. I, got, I want to make sure I don't mispronounce that too, because that uh, that could be dangerous. Yeah. All right. Is there any way that I could drive the fan bony tonight? Drive the fan bony? Uh, possibly. Well, you probably don't want the headlines tomorrow morning about the accident that happened at the Mass Mutual Center. Yeah, you, you haven't slept in three days. Yeah, Maybe no, not I, a great probably, idea. Probably not the best idea. I'll still ride on it, though. Is that okay? Well, I mean, I could see if I can make this happen. I mean, if you really want to ride the drive the fan, fan boning. I mean, I, I, if we could make that a reality for me, 
That would be probably one of the greatest gifts that anybody has ever yeah. given to me. Is let me drive a fan bony around the ice. Local radio disc jockey destroys Civic Center. Well, maybe we can do it before the game starts. Like maybe I can go out on one of those things and do a test run by myself. You don't have to be on the thing with me. All right, that could, sounds good. <laughs> could I roll around on the hood of the fan bony like Tony Katane in a white? Yeah, yeah. Here <laughs> we go again on our own. Yeah, 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 I like that idea. But uh, we we really want to uh, thank you guys so much for the partnership. Uh, you have brought so much more attention uh, to the need that the open pantry has. Well, I appreciate the partnership as well. You guys have been great and doing what you're doing for our community. I mean, this is what it's all about, right? I mean, going to see our community come together, not only at our games, but at our events. And this event, it's it's amazing. So you guys deserve all the credit. I mean, thanks for us letting us be a part of it. We, we're just here telling people where to go. That's, yeah. that's the yeah, only that's all real we job do. we're doing. Yeah. You guys do a great job at directing. It's and, great. And, and, we, and we get donut dip, too. So yeah, there you so go. That is special. Yeah, that is special. special. That's for yeah. special occasions. You're absolutely right. Nate Cosser from the Springfield Thunderbirds. Good to see you. Thank you so much. We'll see you we'll tonight. We'll see you tonight. It's uh, Max and Nagel with Marty. And uh, we have, oh, I don't know, what is it, like 45 minutes left to go? Oh, yeah. But you can keep donating. In fact, uh, the, uh, the link online to donate through PayPal, that's going to be up all weekend long. So if you can't uh, make it before 10 o'clock, keep in mind. There's still time. Still time to help. You got it. It's Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Now let's return to the Mayflower Marathon at MGM Springfield with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. The uh, the last 30 minutes are going to be a pretty explosive 30 minutes. Uh, oh yeah. It's gonna it's gonna escalate pretty. There your home improvements. Uh, thank always for their support. Great. Uh, Great partnership with them, and Dave Miner's with us right now. How you doing? Very good. Thank you for having us back. Uh, it's been a great day. We're going to beat the record. I'm here to present you guys with a check for $5,000, which now brings us over the total. Wow. Yeah, nice job. Yeah. Nice job. This is basically, uh, it's not just me. It's not just you. It's everybody all together. We've done it. We've, we've done a great job this year. I want to thank my, uh, my employees and my valued customers, which allow me to do this. And uh, basically, and all the other sponsors, which basically really lets us uh, accomplish something that's really good for the community. Well, so with uh, with that uh, that check, that very generous check, you now pushed us to one hundred eighty-three thousand nine hundred. Wow! Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you very much, guys. It's been my pleasure to help you guys out, and we'll be back again next year. Awesome. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, thank you so much. The other person we need to talk to is. Uh, Chris Kelly from uh, from MGM Springfield. Again, you know, I, I can't say enough about what great hosts you guys have been, and we appreciate everything that you've uh, you've done, not just this year, but last year, too. Well, we want to thank you guys. It looks like we've done pretty well this year. Our team at MGM Springfield has been down here with you. Our community has risen to the challenge, as they often do, and we can't wait to do it again next year. And you Let's will persevere. We will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Every, Ask not. No more parking for everyone is my dream someday. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, and happy Thanksgiving to all of us. Thank you Thank so you. very much. We appreciate it. Ick Ben Ein, Diamond member. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris, it's great to, great to have you, and I know that you guys have uh, helped out. You, get, you brought a bunch of food down, uh, which was terrific. Well, there's so much need this time of year, and that's what I love about this event. We come together, many good people doing something great. Awesome. That's awesome. Thank well, you we so appreciate much for your help. Thank you. All right. Well, again, what did I say? Uh, it's uh, 9.32. Yeah. we got a half hour left. Who's yeah. keeping track when you're having this much fun, Bex? Uh, 27, well, 27 minutes and 38 seconds. You are. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Marty. Without, without you, I don't know if I could do that kind of math. 
Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, we still got a half hour left. So, uh, you know what? Listen, if you can't make it down here, don't rush down here. Just go online, rock102.com. Make the cash donation. You can do it with your debit or credit card. And, uh, like I said, if you are coming down here, just come in uh, through Columbus Avenue and uh, you drop off your non-personals. And that link will be active throughout the weekend, too. So if you don't uh, you know, don't think your check is going to clear or what have you, or you're waiting to restore some funds, well, then you can wait and do it over the weekend, too. Oh, how do you know what my accounting is like at all? Steve, I just have to look at you, and I can yeah. sense it. Yeah, <laughs> I, can, I can see bad credit from a mile away. Uh, oh, yeah, do we have a we have a we have a check from uh, MGM? Oh, well, okay. Oh, look at this. It's one of those big cardboard ones. I, I, okay. I haven't right. seen the amount, but that is a big check, yeah, okay. literally. Okay, so let's. Chris is right there. Okay, all right. So on top of uh, on top of uh, being great hosts, uh, there apparently is a big check presentation from MGM. All right, Chris, I'm just going to have you let, uh, tell us what's going on here. Well, we appreciate the need this time of year, and not just from a perspective of volunteering down here with you guys, but we want to make sure we're contributing with our pocketbook as well. Open Pantry is on the front line of the food insecurity battle, and so we have a check from our entire team at MGM Springfield for $5,000. Yeah. That's wonderful. That, thank you so much. We, and again, we can't uh, we can't thank you enough. And we uh, we will take pictures of, of the five dollar check. Just give us a second. Okay. I mean, yeah, we, we're, we're yeah. doing some work here too. Hey, here, uh, Chris, uh, can you just answer us? How do you get this through the tube at the bank? <laughs> it's a little larger than most, but you just keep pushing. You'll get it in there. I gotcha. All right. All right. Very good. That's it's, what she said. Right. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> some some there are some people here that really need to go to bed quickly. It's uh, it's Bax and Nagel at the Mayflower Marathon, a rock one. <laughs> the 30th annual Mayflower Marathon. Now, let's return to the Mayflower Marathon with Bax and Steve Nagel on Rock 102. So it's 951. 951. Which means the Mayflower Marathon ends in exactly, what is that, nine minutes? Something like that. Are doing the yeah. math right? I kind of checked it twice. Yeah, I'm not good at math, Barry. I'm not good at math. Listen, uh... You know, last year when we raised $179,000, we thought we did a pretty doggone good job. I'm telling you right now, uh, what Springfield has done uh, this year is absolutely, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, this is an unofficial total because what happens today at the Thunderbirds game is going to put this even over the top. So $179,000 uh, last year. We are now at $217,350. Wow! And 61 cents. Let's not forget that. The 61, 61 cents. cents is the thing that put us over the top. Uh, Nicole Lucy is, uh, is here with us from the Open Pantry. How does that sound to you? It's just surreal. It just makes you want to cry. The, the community has been so amazing, right? Just, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, they're just the people we've met that come in and donate a little bit or a lot. It just it makes, it makes your heart well, you know, it's just so nice. Well, we we appreciate uh, your volunteerism and everything you guys do for the community. It's a wonderful thing. Let's hear it in the open pantry. Let's hear yeah. it for them. Huh? Yeah. Come on. This is all for them anyway. Listen, on, on behalf of, uh, of everyone here at Rock 102, all of our sponsors, all of uh, all the volunteers, everyone that, that, that pitched in and made this the, the greatest Mayflower Marathon we've ever done, we thank you, thank you. Thank you for everything you've, thank you've helped you, us do. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, I'm so proud to be part of this uh, this community, and it's really heartwarming to see everybody come out and help us in these times of need. 
But more importantly, thank you to Marty Caproni, because uh, yeah. none of this could have happened without his participation. You know, I was going to say this. I was going to be heartfelt for a moment, but uh, you're, you're making me not want to be. But uh, <laughs> this is your 29th year, and I was talking to Steve about it. I said, you're the longest-running continuity with this event, and as much as it's about everyone in Western Mass, I really feel a lot of it's about you. You're, you're the linchpin. You're the, you're the through line for this, man. I'm, you know? I'm merely the guy that tells people where to go. It's That's actually so. more about me, Marty. Yeah, well, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, again, uh, thank you so much to everybody. This is the greatest Mayflower Marathon we've ever had. Yeah. Next year is going to be even better because it's the 31st anniversary of the Mayflower Ooh, Marathon. 31. Which, yeah, 31. That's, that's one of the important can, ones. That's one just, of the milestones. Can we just get one of those 29 forever shirts <laughs> on the back? <laughs> <laughs> like those ladies who are like 55 and like, I'm 29 again. <laughs> Don't forget the Thunderbirds game tonight against Bridgeport. It's going to be a great night. Thanks again to everybody. And don't forget, you can still uh, donate online at rock102.com. That PayPal account is going to be up throughout the weekend. On behalf of Steve and everybody here at Rock 102, have a great thanks uh, uh, and safe Thanksgiving from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Thank you. Thank you. This